0: Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recording
1: under my bed. I think. I really, really hope that's true this week, Tripp. Ooh. It's the Noobs and the Hoobian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin Tripp and Brayden. And, and we're the, the Noobs. Noobs. And this week, uh, as always, we have returning guest, Corbin Tripp's little brother, uh, Brayden, my son, my third son. They're all my sons. My <laughs> third son, Brayden. Say hey, Brayden.
2: Hi. That was a very weak hello,
1: <laughs> So we've gotten like four guest episodes with you where you've always said, why hello there? Why and I'm this time you just dropped the whole catchphrase. Let's, let's do the go, pastor thing. Huh? You want to try that again? You want to try that again? Say no. hi, Braden. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and three, three sons
0: who have and one who forgot their catchphrase. Except
1: this week we aren't, so it doesn't really matter. This week we are covering a tiny whiny episode on the 1986 Disney classic, Flight of the Navigator. This is the one where a kid falls down in the forest and wakes up in the future. David is just a normal kid with an annoying baby brother enjoying 4th of July in 1978. When he investigates a strange sound in the forest, by the way, don't ever do this. He falls down and gets knocked out. When he returns home, he finds that he's been missing for eight years, even though he hasn't aged a day. NASA scientists hear about him the same week they discover a crashed spaceship. They take him in for some tests, but something strange is happening. David's brain is directly communicating with the computers in binary code. Weirder still, he hears a voice calling out to him. He follows the voice and ends up in a spaceship that downloads his brain in order to get home and therefore starts talking like Pee Wee Herman. Turns out, the spaceship picked him up in 1978 and flew 560 light years to Phalon and back. Thanks to time dilation, this day trip lasted 8 years back on Earth. Max, the spaceship, agrees to risk David's certain death to get him back to 1978. And because it's Disney, it all works out fine. (laughs) Everything is back to normal, except he smuggled an alien life form in his backpack, which probably won't destroy the ecosystem. The end. This is a fun one, guys. This was, uh... (laughs) Just background information. We, uh, I I think once once upon a time when we were brainstorming "Timey Wimey" episodes, I think I just threw this title out there.
0: I think think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And okay, let me ask you guys. Did y'all have y'all ever heard of this movie prior to me mentioning it? No, No. I don't think so. That's a lot
0: of. not put it that way. I just went straight up, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, This was one... So I I guess I would have been five when this movie came out. I don't know if I saw it uh, that early or if I saw it... I probably saw it later on when it came on like VHS and all that kind of stuff. Yes, VHS, not DVD. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like cassettes, but Mm -hmm. video. Yeah. So um, this was... For me, in my childhood, this was a classic. This was a staple. Mm-hmm. This okay. This was my um, like Frozen. You know how, or, or Moana. You know how you guys saw Frozen and Moana like eighteen times uh, at school. That was
2: not our fault. That was school.
1: No, that's what I mean. Like you know how at, when you're at school and there's a sub or it's the end of exam week or whatever. What did you guys do? Just
2: watch. Well, actually, in band class, we watched Shrek. You watch.
0: <laughs> Well, oh, I watched
2: Shrek. I
0: watched Shrek in a different class. In yeah. band class, I watched this weird like, I don't know. It was basically this guy teaching you how to play trumpet, but we already knew how to.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that was helpful. But didn't you, trip? Didn't you tell me that y'all watched Frozen or Moana? One of them. We like, watched Frozen, times.
0: Moana like a thousand
1: times in elementary yeah I, school. I was like hey i'd like to see moana again we watched it one time and i was and like watched- i might see it again and all three of them were like ah because y'all had seen it apparently a hundred yeah. times at school so many times. this movie was that oh, for I me did. as a kid um and you know what now that i'm thinking about it i think i did see this 1986 87 probably 87 because it was definitely on vhs mm-hmm. i saw it in my daycare so like <laughs> like after school so i would have been probably six so probably uh-huh. kindergarten or first grade after school, I was at a daycare and I remember them putting it on the combo DVD VHS, uh, combo, uh, sorry, uh, TV VCR. That's what wow. it was. And so, um, I remember seeing this. Fancy. And, oh, <laughs> let me tell you, it mm. was amazing. It, and it probably, it probably weighed about 400 pounds, even though it was like a 17 inch screen. <laughs> um, but it, and it hung from a giant Arm bolted to the wall with like anchors that would hold down a ship, yeah, I'm um, and you the, the same anchors that they used to hold down the spaceship on on the movie. <laughs> uh, but at any rate, I have watched this so many times as a kid, and it blew my mind as a child.
0: What did they this was do one with that just like stairs.
1: Uh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that. More. But I just mean the whole concept of it. Now, one of the things that we'll talk about later on is how well i remembered it and how well it aged but i don't want to get ahead of myself so Mm -hmm. let's there are
2: a lot of parts in this movie circle back to that
1: let's Let's circle back so start off let's talk about some of the characters first we had david he was the uh he was the the navigator uh he was played by joey kramer who really didn't do much (laughs) in this yeah he had um he was in clan of the cave bear which y'all have never seen Um, the same year that came out the same year as this one, but I think he, I think he filmed that one first, then did this one and then did like one or two other things. He was in an episode of murder. She wrote like a decade later. And then his IMDb just goes to crickets. It's just nothing until right now he is, um, in the middle of doing a documentary called life after the navigator. That is like a documentary about this movie. And his life after the movie. Wow! So it's filming now. It's in pr- or it's in production. I don't know where what part of the process. So I'll be curious uh, when that comes out. I have got to see it because I want to know. Because yeah. I, I this this kid should have gone on to do every movie ever, yes. and he just didn't. He did. So I don't know. Like, was that because that like it was a horrible experience or like uh, Ralphie from a, a Christmas Story? I don't. Know, I don't think y'all have ever seen that.
0: I know um, Ralphie. Though. Yeah, I just know him. he did
1: that movie and then like didn't do much again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, no. Do you all know that's his only movie he ever did? Seriously? It was his first one only and last wow. movie he ever did. He went on to like be an accountant or something <laughs> and he was like, I am happy with my life not being an actor. So wow. I hope that that's what happened to old uh, Joey Kramer. Uh, then we had the uh, the spaceship voice. Max uh, was played by Pee Wee Herman. That's why I said he sounded like Pee-wee Herman. He was played, he was voiced by Pee-wee Herman. Um, Paul, uh, oh no, Paul Rubens is the uh, is the guy's actual name. Um, and, but he was credited in this as Paul Mall. So I don't know if Paul Rubens is a stage name that he adopted later or I don't know. But anyways. You mean to
2: say he has like three different names? Uh, yeah, I
1: guess. Do you all know the character Pee-wee Herman? I've
0: no. I've seen no. him like once or something. I don't
1: remember what. Okay. Always wearing a gray suit recognize- and a red bow tie. and Yeah.
0: I don't recognize
1: the name. Okay. Super, super interesting character. He had a, he had a show called Pee-wee's Playhouse when I was y'all's age that oh, was, yeah, it, was it. a staple, was a favorite of ours. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, that um, Morpheus from The Matrix was in that show as, oh gosh, what was his name? Something the Cowboy. Oh, it was oh. so terrible. It was so horrible. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne was in that.
2: I feel bad for him. Yeah.
1: But at any rate, um, what, what blows my mind is... Uh, I remembered him sounding a lot more like the actual Pee Wee Herman character in this movie than it turns out he actually did. Like he was leaning in that direction, but he wasn't as over the top as that the actual Pee Wee Herman character. So, again, that's that's part of my, my memories there. Um, Dad has bad memories. Well, you know, it's, I was I was six. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't Dr. remember
0: anything from when I was
1: six. <laughs> Dr. Faraday, uh, the the head NASA guy with the amazing 1986 mm-hmm.
0: glasses
2: mm-hmm. on, he was an absolute jerk.
1: kind of, kind of was an absolute jerk. Um, interestingly, um,
2: actually, he uh, he just is taking a break right.
1: Yeah, now. we He's totally didn't lost. lose him in a spaceship. Yeah, the um,
2: same spaceship that probably is the reason why he time traveled anyway. Mm. Exactly.
1: Uh, that actor is Howard um, Hessman. I'm going to guess. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. But this guy, I recognized him immediately, and I pointed out something uh, to you guys. We, we we just recently saw him in. But I went to his IMDb page to double check and make sure that he was the same guy that I was thinking about for some other roles, and realized this guy never stops working. He his IMDb credits are insane. This year, 1986. This year alone, he was in like seven or eight movies, wow. or at movies and TV shows. It was bananas. But anyways, hmm. um, he's he's most notably known um, to some older, some of us older folks, and by that I mean I'm on the younger end of the spectrum that would recognize this. He was Dr. Johnny Fever in WKRP in Cincinnati, um, and he was also Charlie Moore. This is where I remember him for. He was um, Charlie Moore, the teacher in Head of the Class. Um, so those were two TV shows. Um, They were hugely popular in their time, um, and I I remember watching him on Head of the Class. But he was also, as I pointed out to you guys, at the end of Clue. Brayden, did you watch Clue with us? Yeah, yeah, I watched Clue. Do you remember at the end of Clue, the guy that comes to the door and says, would you like to hear the message of the kingdom of God or whatever? And he's like, the kingdom is near or something. That's him. That's that guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: That wasn't really the end, though. Uh, that was near the. It end. was he
1: was towards the end, and then at the very end, he's the, he's the guy the that comes in guy. and he's like, "Okay, who Fresh did it? FBI who done it?" Person. Yeah, he's he's and and I didn't realize this. I found him. Uh, I I found that connection because I was like, "I think that's him." He had a beard and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is uncredited in that role, oh, so wow. he he doesn't show up in the credits of that movie, which, which is weird because he was.
2: Yeah, it's not like he, he was a random passerby on the street number thirty-two. He was like.
1: Well, and decently important not character. only that he was he, he was a known quantity at that time yeah like he was dr johnny fever you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he was a known actor so it's, it's weird so but sometimes yeah. that kind of stuff happens so um we also had uh jeffrey that was the little brother that turned into the big brother mm-hmm. um corbin swears corbin you want to you want to you want to hit this who did you swear he was no
2: you can go ahead and say <laughs> it
1: corbin swore up and down that it was Corey from boy meets world i um, mean
0: he looks like him I don't, maybe i'm the only one that thinks everybody so. from that age I looks well, the same
1: i didn't know well, it's, not, that, boy it's meets not the same world. age they're like that the, that movie well, and that show are like 10 years apart
2: a, they have like completely different hairstyles and one dude has glasses or whatever and I still thought, that looks like the same actor. That's interesting. So it's not like, oh, he looks similar. It's like, no, he looks like the same person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, and Corbin, Corbin, why was Boy Meets World on your mind, you said? Oh, um,
2: this, we took a trip to New Mexico with, I took a trip to New Mexico with the youth group. And that was like the only thing they had to play on the bus <laughs> so they just they played like four seasons of it over oh, the my course of hour drive. oh my
1: god. oh my god. and then on the way back and it was ridiculous. oh really Did, just kept going got it and rewatched the same stuff
2: no oh okay oh, that's they had a lot
1: of that cool. is hilarious you know what would have been hilarious is on the drive out there watch all of Boy Meets World and then on the drive back do Girl Meets World oh my god. <laughs> that would be great then. come on that would be hilarious
0: that would be
1: Uh, The last – oh, so Jeffrey – oh, and you know what? I didn't even write down his name, uh, the actor's name, um, but he is mainly a voice actor. He's done a lot of voice work, video games, cartoons, movies, different things like that, um, but never on Boy Meets World. Um, Lastly, just wanted to note that Carolyn was played by a very young Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, She was like uh, 20, 21 years old by the time uh, she did that movie, um, which made me realize – I didn't realize how old Sarah Jessica Parker was. Um, When I first saw her in this movie, I was like, what is she, like 12? Um, But no, she was 20 years old in that movie. So um, she went on to do all kinds of different shows and and movies and things like that over the years. Um, But I did not realize, so she's like 54 now. I didn't realize she was that old. So Uh, guys, Noobs in the Hooving is brought to you by R5 Website Management, where you can get world-class hosting, domain registration, and security at a great price. Use the code NOOBS at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And don't forget, R5 Website Management is us. We are four of the R's. So if you go there, you're not only going to get some great uh, hosting and registration, email, security, whatever you need, uh, but you'll also be helping directly support the podcast so go to store.r5websitemanagement.com website use the code noobs at checkout to build your website today all right so random stuff we noticed um what did you guys any just general thoughts about the movie um uh
2: same. sweet same. <laughs> i'm trying to think we back. don't know general thoughts about the movie. It was, a okay. it was good
1: movie. It was good. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that towards the end. My, my one note that I wrote in here was, holy CGI, Batman. Um, uh-huh, yeah. When the front of the spaceship melted down and created the stairs. Oh, cool. I
2: was like, uh, holy crap, how'd they do that uh, with that CGI?
1: He Apparently <laughs> it was
2: CGI. But
1: I Corbin was like, freaked out what? because he assumed that CGI did not exist at all at this time. And I wasn't I sure. I it didn't. I wasn't sure I of the state of, of CGI at the time. Really
2: back in like late 80s i thought that didn't come around till like early 2000s and maybe late 90s i mean
1: in force yeah but um it was it was early days i mean tron was was before this mm-hmm. so you know did
2: tron have cgi oh yeah
1: yeah oh yeah yeah it like put wow. cgi on the map now it's nothing like what you would think about today nothing like realistic imagery well, man, it's awful yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, what is, is that? this? But, what? Is no, this a it was squid? it was
1: like computer-y stuff, like very but vector. right? Uh, well, one that was all they could do at the time, and two, yes, um, but yeah, I mean, so you mentioned Star Wars, and I was like, well, yeah, Star Wars was like a couple of years before this. Um, so the you know the what is it? Empire Strikes Back. They have the the CGI bit where they're showing the blueprints of the Death Star. Now I know that's line art. It's not I was the front that. end of a yeah, what did you think it was? I don't
2: know cartoons. There's so many special effects yes, cartoons. <laughs> definitely, I thought I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was CGI. So yeah, I was when when that front end of the spaceship melted off. I forgot that that's how that. I remembered the floating stairs, but I didn't remember it going <laughs> and just like falling <laughs> off the front. Um, and Corbin audibly went wah! <laughs> it freaked him out. I had I to really b- do that. I had to back that up. So um, still looking. My all of my childhood, I remember looking at those stairs and thinking how cool they looked. Yeah. They just looked cool, and then just seeing them just floating there. And I know it's just a really dumb practical effect where there's just there's a metal bar probably propping them up at mm-hmm. an angle where you can't see it from the camera, mm-hmm. but it's still it's just the coolest thing.
2: Like Braden said, he could see the strings on one of the puppets at one huh. point. It's just oh yeah, yeah practical yeah. effects yeah. were not where they are today at yeah. all.
1: No, this was, this was like prime time for puppetry. This right was like here. prime time Jim Henson, Muppet type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was on full display. Whereas all of those creatures, if they remade the movie, which by the way, they, they are. are remaking this yeah. movie. Uh, of because of course they are. Yeah. I was actually, while we were watching well, it, I was thinking this sense. is due for a remake. They've
2: done a CGI jungle book, a CGI um, The Lion King, and they yeah. did the Aladdin remake. I mean, so there's, there's all these remakes CGI story. remakes.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It makes sense. Obviously, all of those, uh, all of those animals nowadays, the alien creatures would all be done via CGI. Yeah, but it um,
0: would probably look a lot better. Um,
1: but, but what? again, the so the the Trimaxion drone ship or mm-hmm. Max. I don't uh, think he was
2: finished with that. He was going to say more, and he's like. Hi yeah. Maxian, can I just call you Max?
1: Yeah, yeah. He totally cut him off, but um, that was done by Omnibus Computer Animation, and the guy who runs Omnibus Computer Animation, or ran it at the time, I don't even know if they're still around. The guy who ran it at the time, who headed up this this bit of production, was the brother of the director. That so, is like, funny. Cool. Wow, <laughs> nepotism. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I I was thoroughly the only impressed reason there was CGI. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it could be I mean otherwise, I, that that ship was that was complex uh stuff at the yeah, time especially that. having a chain shape like you could you you could have built that thing and know, I'm sure they did I'm sure they, I mean there were some yeah, bits
2: by a crane or something
1: yeah, yeah, yeah um or just like like the Tokyo bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it. there were three separate layers in that shot i swear oh, it's so bad it was the evil.
1: skyline and the actual sky <laughs> were just like not in the same universe it was amazing um not a star in the sky by nope. the way yeah nope. um and just the hard and outlines the of those buildings
2: and The people were they were that,
1: that was that was um that was a, and, a brilliant bit there and
2: as i called it last night the classic um, never ending story flying through the air green screen <laughs> or the clouds or whatever that was. It's just Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Good goodness. stuff. Um, all right, so let's jump into it. This is a timey wimey so let's jump into the time travel details. Now I will I will admit that I remembered there being much more time travel than than, than it turned out there Honestly, actually was Honestly, yeah. Um, I, I
0: would have thought there was more.
1: Yeah. It uh, was
0: one part.
1: I remembered way more mm stuff forward so one bit back so, right. what
0: is the rules so, well, okay
1: first of all what was the method of time travel
0: spacious <laughs>
1: no eel. e. light
2: speed travel and then e.
1: yeah well okay yeah so yeah. we traveled into well, the future
2: relativity in your sci-fi movie made in the 80s is pretty impressive i gotta say
1: well i mean <laughs> einstein came up with that in the 40s or 50s, so it's not like it was. <laughs> but not everything it. has happened since you were born, <laughs> Corbin. I know, but like, we did have some thoughts prior to <laughs> that, but, um
2: Actually, we just didn't do anything before I was born. Yeah, and no. around and like, oh, time to start making things work. Oh, look, Corbin. no, <laughs> Corbin's
1: here. Better start inventing the iPhone. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, basically, they traveled into the future by. Uh, Time dilation, right? They traveled near yeah. the speed of light for two point two hours, got to phalon, and then came back. And that, through time dilation, took eight years on Earth. Oh, now, um, obviously, they weren't as worried about consistency in math and science accuracy, like they yeah, like sure. something like Interstellar, where they broke down the math and said every minute on this planet is this many years back on Earth. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. they were just like, you know, five hundred and sixty light years. Took them 2.2 hours. Round trip is 4.4. So that comes out to eight years here, apparently. you know, They were just kind of like, that's how it happened. Yeah. But uh, but then we actually did um, have some, some time travel involved because Max says that whenever he takes a sample alien back to Phalon, he travels back in time to drop them off so it's like they never left. Yeah. Right? Um,
0: but they still do get really hungry sitting next.
2: Yeah, apparently it's just, oh, they're hungry.
0: They'll that Probably much, eat your hat.
1: That much is actually happening in real time, but uh, so so. How did they travel to the past? Do y'all remember? I
2: just no, I forget. Weirdness. They're like so. I mean, basically like flying to, uh, through
1: an electrical storm. Yeah, looking thing. A little
2: cloud thingy, mabob and then
1: we're there. Right. Uh, well, recently. that that and you have to have the um, the oh, 1980s oh, the sci-fi. Thing. The- <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, the what time lightning.
0: So that's um, why my cotton fried. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: but your fragile human body can't take traveling back in time.
1: Well, my fragile human eyeballs could ha- hardly handle the 1980s sci fi freak out camera <laughs> move of showing Max's eyeball, showing David's eyeball, I know, then that. showing whatever, some <laughs> random <laughs> part of the ship, like, and like going like blip 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 between those three blip 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 until i was like ready to have a seizure and then he wakes up in the woods and i was like what what
2: how did any of that so actually what happens is when you're traveling back in time you switch between all the bodies in the room
1: that's why it could have you switch between all the camera angles right right. so and um so we we did have um a little bit different kind of time travel than we normally have in our timey-wimeys right Mm -hmm. this this one seems to focus on the present and let me let me kind of back up and explain so the 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 only reason time travel is even introduced is to cheat the time dilation of light speed travel okay Mm -hmm. first of all let's let's Have we talked about time dilation on the podcast before? I don't know.
2: Um, We've never covered interstellar.
1: We didn't do interstellar yet. Um, So time dilation is the idea that either when you approach the speed of light or in the case of like interstellar, when you approach higher uh, centers of gravity, like black black hole, yeah, yeah, time dilates so that Time for you appears to slow down. You experience time differently than people that aren't traveling near the speed of light who aren't near a black hole or whatever. So um, what happens is uh, there's the famous like twins experiment. So if you put a, a twin in a spaceship and sent them away from Earth at the speed of light and then they come back and for them they've been gone for an hour and on Earth maybe, you know, a couple of years has passed. I think and, they did
2: that just by sending one twin into space. He wasn't even moving all that fast. Yeah, yeah. they just put him in space, and then he was different. Well, it was because
1: he dragged. it was because of the they were traveling in orbit around the Earth at a very high speed, mm-hmm. and so yeah, technically that twin that is the astronaut who spent all that time on the space station is like two days younger than his twin brother or something and like
2: that. Technically, if I like walk downstairs and get a snack out of the pantry, I'm like point zero 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 <laughs> zero, zero 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 one seconds ahead of you. Or right, right,
1: right. Traveling make, makes you experience time differently, but when it gets no. to near speed light or speed light, uh, light speed, what did I say? Near speed, speed light, light? Near light speed or speed light speed, speed itself, then it gets really wonky, right? Mm-hmm. So the movie Planet of the Apes is about that, where... You know, he travels, he says at the very beginning, he's been traveling at light speed for X number of months, which means, or or, or years or whatever, which means tens of thousands of years have, have passed by for everyone back on Earth. So everyone he ever knew is dead. You know, that's oh, the basic, man, wow. you know, that's where that movie begins. And so um, other other sci-fi things have, have dealt with this before. So that's what's happening is that because he traveled at the speed of light, he only aged 4.4 hours on the round trip to Phalon and back, while Earth experienced eight years of relative time or subjective time. So, um, yeah, is everybody caught up? Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did y'all, by the way, did y'all catch we, that in the movie? Did that yes. make sense when you that were watching That made a perfect amount of sense. Yeah. Okay.
0: In case so, anybody didn't understand, yeah, I just, I just, really totally just really on explained me. it all.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, um, because of that, be, because whoever lives on Phalon knows that this is a, a problem, they decided, well, we'll just use time travel because apparently they have time travel to go back mm-hmm. into the past.
2: Let me just go invent time travel real quick so that I can fix this thing that I broke or whatever. That's right.
1: Well, you say real quick. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter how quickly you invent time travel. Yeah. It's like the, you know, guy walking around with a protester sign that says, what do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. Yeah. As long as we get it, you can time travel back to that this moment. That guy
2: that, um, had a tea party for time travelers or whatever and then
1: yeah really Stephen Hawking was it Hawking or was it
2: oh was it Stephen Hawking
1: it was either yeah I think it was Stephen Hawking yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so at any rate um
2: well when I invent time travel and go back and I'm gonna join them there and just hey I came here wow. so there's a
1: there's a moment on the big bang theory where they say if we if any of us invents time travel let's all agree to return to this very moment to tell ourselves Crap, it didn't work. (laughs) Uh. None of us invent time travel in our lifetime. So at any rate, um, because of the time dilation, they decide we'll use time travel and take the subject back in time um, to make it so that they weren't disturbed. They never left. But then they discover the human beings may vaporize during time travel. I don't know why that is, but we have to have a plot. (laughs) That's right. We have to have a plot. So so that's the way that's going to work. So and then it's just
2: like, well, wow. actually, I'm going to not, and then just go right. back. Join your <laughs> right,
1: and so typically when we're dealing with time travel, uh, timey wimey, when things get timey wimey and wibbly wobbly, we're talking about usually going back in time and trying to change things. Right? That's always the
0: or our, actually changing things.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to change things, whether we succeed or not. Right? Because it depends on the rules of time travel in that story's universe. Um, You know, Avengers handled it one way and uh, Meet the Robinsons handled it another way and Back to the Future handles it every way and, you know, (laughs) all these kinds of things. So um, this one is not about traveling into the past, really. It's about ending up in the future and then going back to the present. So with all that in mind... The rules of time travel in this universe. First of all, first rule of time travel: if you're a human being, it might kill you.
2: Okay. Apparently, and
1: but again, only human beings. Again, like, yeah, yeah. Apparently, just
2: the other has us it? frail human beings. But the uh, living <laughs> eyeball and <the laughs> tiny little yeah. no, 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 excuse me, excuse
1: puppet. me, it's the screaming eyeball. Oh. Oh. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the tiny <laughs> little little monkey puppet. Mm-hmm. They are yes. they're
1: able to
0: handle. Yeah, yes, yeah. the what is,
1: four-toed uh, tree sloth. I think it was you know, toed actually. Was it three-toed? But, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, actually. No, hat-eating thing.
2: Is it like...
1: Yeah, yeah the hat-eating monster. Is there just like a bunch of
2: radiation that comes from it or something? And
1: us humans I,
2: might not be able to
1: handle they it. They just... You know, it was 1986 Disney sci-fi. They didn't what? have to we explain We don't anything.
2: actually need to explain things. Right. So... Let's do the opposite of like Doctor Who. Instead of saying, well, it's explained like this because we said so. It's just not explain it. That's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, That's yeah.
1: Right. So rules for time travel in Flight of the Navigator. Can you change the past? Yeah. Well, maybe. Apparently. Okay, well, we got actually, a yeah, yes. we got a maybe, and we got a well. All right, Corbin, you seem pretty certain of yourself. I
0: say yes, because he di- there was a different... Unless it's like Avengers where you're going Unless back like... in time to a different <laughs> timeline.
2: Unless he like ran away immediately after, then he wouldn't have been missing for those eight years. Right. Which means that he must have changed the past when he went back in time. Right. Mm-hmm. So yes, you can change the past. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Brayden, what do you think? Can you change the past? In Flight of the Navigator? <laughs> Not you particularly.
0: Uh, I can it. Just- Let me just change the past. <laughs> there we go. Yeah,
1: I'm yeah. gonna say yes. You're
2: gonna say yes. Friends right. like, well, now that you put it that way, yes. I right, say
1: so yes. So you guys say, if you go back yes. in time, you can change things. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I we yes. we went we went forward and then we went backward and we we've decided we're gonna make things different moving forward. Okay. So um, normally we ask the uh, the question: Where was the time travel type introduced? Um, you know, it's a Delorean. It's a toaster. It's a. It wasn't
0: really. Huh? No, it, was yeah, it wasn't really close...
2: introduced.
0: It
1: just... That's yeah. It it, was it, introduced it wasn't really. It was just no, again. It was just kind aliens.
0: of sound. So it wasn't like, oh, we built a Delorean that can now travel back in time. It
2: was more like, and oh, this happened. This is a logical conclusion to get from the situations as they fold out.
1: Right. Like right, right. so we didn't we didn't really talk about the time travel type we, we definitely didn't talk about rules so the next question is usually did they follow their own rules well, we didn't establish rules because yeah. this no, wasn't they a, didn't
2: they said you probably die, and he did it
1: <laughs> so they, they said you might die but so, anyways but yeah. it's a
0: high probability that he died so wouldn't it be more likely that he did die
2: and it's a disney film what if they just did a clue That's ending? They can only kill the bad guys
0: What if they just did a clue ending where one version he did die <laughs> that, and the other version awesome. he didn't? That'd be
1: awesome. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. I want to see that but This is what for actually ha- ha-
0: yes. But this is what actually happened. The she blows up. Treatment
2: where, like, one, the bad guy wins, or the super, the good guy, not superhero. Right. The objectively good guy wins or whatever the objectively good guy
1: <laughs> all right so we um we also sometimes talk about things they got right and i wanted to talk i've, I've kind of been working my way towards this thought that i have as, as i was going over the show notes and everything there's an interesting theory about time travel that i came across one time and i'm going to say citation needed because i i cannot remember where i came across this idea if it was uh if it was in a book or a news article or a podcast or a movie or a video game i have no idea but the basic idea says that if you go forward into the future you can't go forward and meet yourself all right so think yeah, about think yeah. about back to the future right marty and jennifer both go to the future and there's future versions of themselves there mm-hmm. right
0: but that's not possible because they couldn't have lived that time what do you mean like if they be, go into be. the future, right. they would have never lived up to that time unless they're going forward into a different timeline where uh-huh. they didn't go forward in time.
1: Right. If you go back in time, you'll run into yourself because you were already there. Yeah. But trip, you're you're hitting the nail right on the head. The basic idea is that you can't meet yourself in the future because you weren't there. Because yeah. but what if you go you, you,
2: forward in time? It never time happened already. And then back in time to where you started then you would be there. So you would have to meet yourself.
1: So, so again, this is kind of a rules of time travel thing, right? Can you change the past? Can you not change the past? Those kinds of things. Clearly, this you
2: is, can't change the past.
1: Uh, what do you mean?
2: That's, that's obvious. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, so there's, there's one way of looking at it where this is more of a you can't change the past type of scenario where if you say, I went to the future, then I came back, so therefore... I lived into so the future, back
2: at so all changes the past.
1: No, 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 no. I, I may have misspoken what I meant. It's it's a the whole loop all happened, right? So if I went forward and met myself, and then came back, and then lived into the future, I would then be there to meet my past self coming forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. That says the whole loop always happens. Right? Yeah. the other way of looking at it is what Trick was saying. you got to the future by cheating, by skipping over part of the part of time. And so therefore you weren't there. That's what happened um, to David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David was missing for eight years Which because he have. was literally gone for eight earth years while it was 4.4 hours to him. he was gone for eight years. So one way of looking at time travel is that when you move, when you travel into the future with your time traveling DeLorean or whatever thing that gets you there, you skipped over. And so you weren't there, so you won't be there in the future because you just arrived. Um, the closest that we ever get to this with Back to the Future is at the very beginning when he sends Einstein one minute in the future. Do y'all remember that? Wait, what? Back to the, the future. In Back to the Future, Einstein the dog. Oh. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> Sorry. Right. They he puts the dog in the DeLorean and then drives yeah. it directly at them and it disappears and leaves the fire trails. And then when it shows back up, they compare the stopwatches and they're one minute off. And it and he explains that Einstein jumped over that minute, and that's why his clock is one minute off. He skipped over that moment to arrive at that moment one minute later. So you'll notice there weren't suddenly two dogs. No. There wasn't the one minute in the future version of Einstein Mm -hmm. because he wasn't there. He jumped over that minute. There's only one of him.
0: Makes sense. Right.
1: Yeah. So that's. That's in a roundabout way, they got that right. Now, again, they did it because they did it via time dilation. But if you think about it, that should be the way all time travel works. Yeah. Because even if you are dealing with uh, a machine that instantaneously jumps you forward, it's not time dilation, you still weren't there, you know? But again, you get into, you know, causality loops where you say, okay, but eventually I came back, which means... Then I did go forward, you know, and blah 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 blah. Unless so, you say
2: you can change the past. So if you meet yourself, you just say, "Well, it changed the past." So if you meet yourself
0: right. in the future when you time travel, you know you'll make it back and live to that age.
1: That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. So think. So think about this, right? What if when they jump? What if when Marty and Doc go to the future? What if Marty had been killed in an accident? Hmm. Then he wouldn't wow. have lived to twenty fifteen. So how would he have ever seen himself? So, yeah, it's kind of like saying you're invincible. <laughs> you know you're going to make it in
0: 2015 Yeet. if you do. Jumps off cliff. Yeah.
1: Again, unless does, you can change the path. Does
0: that mean uh-huh. I can go to my own funeral
2: and invite myself?
1: can <laughs> uh, Invite yourself? So there's like three huh. of
2: you there? Like one <laughs> in the casket,
1: yeah. two in the audience? I <laughs> can invite myself. I gave my own eulogy. Austin <laughs> <Awesome laughs> was a good man. Because he was me. He was me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Kind of look like Austin.
1: No, I get that all the time. <laughs> all right, so guys, that that brings us to uh, was it was it good? Was it a good uh, story? And Trip, you had something to to kind of say here about what? What did you say about the takeaway?
0: I said it's like, what is the takeaway? Like, don't get like uh, picked up by aliens. Like, <laughs> I mean, what? Don't get stolen by aliens, okay? Just don't yeah. just don't listen to weird noises and fall down, please. You know what they
2: say. <laughs> don't get picked up by aliens in the woods and travel eight years into the future. My
1: grandfather used to always say that to me <laughs> when I was a little boy. Tripp looked at me last night at one point. I'm working on the show notes. And he's like, I mean, it was an okay movie. I'm just not really sure what the takeaway was. <laughs> I just started cracking up because one... Um. I thought it was hilarious that, one, what was the point of this movie? Like, what was the what was the moral of the story? And, Corbin, that's what you said about an hour ago. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what the moral of the story it's, was.
2: What's the point of this? It's, I do think
1: it's also it's indicative of you kids. And I don't know if this is, like, something to do with me as a dad <laughs> or or how you guys have grown up or how you were raised or what. But y'all are always, like, looking for the moral of the story. Like, like you couldn't just be like, reason? this was a fun well, little adventure. Y'all like, yeah, like what was this, the, this point? What was the moral? This is
2: what? a fun adventure, <laughs> but... It's like, okay,
0: and this teaches us what? So, okay, trip. and the reason for the movie, what?
1: Trip, was it a good story?
0: Yes, it definitely was. I just feel like it was a 20-page book that they turned into an <laughs> hour-and-a-half movie. So <laughs> it was I a, great, the, like, a great trip short across
2: cross USA thing where they're like, and now let's stop by here to ask for directions. Now well, let's I no. hear, here and have this whole gag where this man just stands in, <laughs> in shock. Well, I call my parents. Mm-hmm. And then they're like,
0: okay. I love the touristy guy thinking
1: it. that it was a tourist trap, not yeah. an actual UFO. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he flew it away and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: just like, it's like, let's go to Tokyo. <laughs> oh, oh, you were lying. Okay, well, now let's go all the way back to the US. Oh, we're in the wrong state. Let's keep going. And just whatnot.
1: So. Does that mean he literally flew all the way around the world? Yeah. Did he fly east to end up in Tokyo? I don't remember.
0: I guess. Ha!
1: I mean, it makes sense. Around the world in
0: eighty days, my foot.
1: Yeah, (laughs) around the the world in eight hours.
0: Around the world in two minutes.
1: Like he actually had to stop for snacks at one point, and like go to the bathroom and stuff like that. It was like a road trip. So, Raiden, was this (laughs) a good story? Um,
0: sort
1: of. Okay. Sort of. Sort of. Why? Sort of. Does not. Why sort of? No moral. (laughs) There's no moral of the story. Okay, that's
2: the only reason why you don't like it? I'm just saying it's weird that there's, like, no moral. Brain's like, there's no moral. It is not a good. It is
1: bad. (laughs) It is bad. All right, so. Um,
0: This is not a good thing for learning.
1: (laughs) So, thumbs up or thumbs down, Brandon?
0: Ah. Thumbs up?
1: Okay. All right. Corbin, what are your, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, i say it's pretty good, too. It was a really good movie. I think Tripp's right. It's like they took a 20-page short story and then tried to make it a movie.
0: Tried and, to make it a movie. Well, right. okay. Movie. It was a good movie. I'm not saying yeah. they failed at making this a movie or whatever. It just seems like a kind of 80s movie, dude.
2: So, it does uh, feel like at the end they started just stretching it to make it fit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was still Like, good. it could have been an hour movie, but it was an hour and a half because they made it.
1: Could have been a 45-minute television show on, <laughs> yeah like Outer Limits or something. The pilot. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, was it a good story? i want to say, when I was a kid, definitely. Like I said, it, it blew my mind, and I don't know a what it was. While. I don't know what it was about this movie that captured my imagination, but it really, really did. Mm-hmm. I would say... Because
2: it was a movie and you were a kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, not every movie I watched as a kid... I mean, I'm saying like this, this, I wanted to be the navigator. I wanted to meet Max. I wanted to fly in that ship. Well, I don't know. Do y'all like, I mean, I seriously had dreams as a child about flying in that spaceship. Like I loved this movie. I saw it so many times. And every time I saw it, It I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see this movie again. What?
0: It's just like every time you watched it, it got even better.
1: Yeah. I mean, I loved it. And then I'm sitting there watching it last night going, I wow. Why,
0: why did I like? Like first this? of all,
1: I completely misremembered this movie. Uh-huh. Um, why
0: did I like this? Why movie? I liked it so much. Uh, <laughs> 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 no,
1: you know why just I like this movie because I remembered it differently. <laughs> like, no, it's like it half of movie. the
0: movie was actually the movie, and then the other half was like dad dreaming. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh yeah. No, seriously. Like dad just like fell when, asleep. When like, he fell movie. down the ravine or whatever, and then woke up and was in the future. I was like. Okay, wait a minute. (laughs) What? And then the three
2: spaceship fakeouts, and you're like, what?
1: Oh my gosh, we forgot to talk about that. The three spaceship fakeouts at the beginning of the movie was my favorite part that I never remembered seeing before. So, the opening bit, you have this silver frisbee flying around in slow motion so it looks like a UFO until a dog jumps up and catches it, followed by the longest. Dog catching frisbees montage yes. in television and movie because history. Because
2: the first ones were making all these great catches. And then it just slowly went downhill and like half of the dogs weren't catching the frisbees anymore. Like,
0: <laughs> but some of them were very funny. We
2: in a nowadays, every single one of those dogs would have caught every this, single one of those frisbees. By the way, you would have had two flown and like one dog would catch both with his Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, well
1: inverted. But... <laughs> that is the difference between movies back then and movies now is that nowadays movies don't waste their title sequences. Like you used to have to like come up with an excuse to show credits on the screen. So they're like, I don't know, what if he had a dog that Gosh. couldn't catch a frisbee? And then we showed a bunch of dogs, some of them can catch a frisbee and some of them can't. And then we can have a minute where the kid talks about his dog not being able to catch a frisbee. And that will never come up ever again. You know, And like, then
0: his little brother mm-mm. calls the dog retarded.
1: Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, right? Oh, Holy, 1986. Yeah.
0: And um, then he comes up, and later he does learn to catch the frisbee. So Did y'all guys see that?
1: Yeah, yeah. In, in 1986, the dog could totally catch the frisbee. So um, I, I love that, like, four minutes later, there's a big shadow covering the ground, and everybody's staring up in wide eyed wonder. And for a minute, I thought they were frozen. And I was like, I don't remember the spaceship showing up in front of a bunch of people like this and what? then yeah it was just like the goodyear blimp and oh, then wow.
2: a blimp Why and so i around?
1: i turned i turned to y'all and i was like did we just get two fake outs in the <laughs> first five minutes of this movie and then when he's walking through the woods before he meets jeffrey um, he sees the edge of a flying saucer that turns out to just be the water tower in town i was like oh, oh my, my gosh man. I mean they only <laughs> had
2: one ufo fake out during the walking through the woods sequence
1: i can't believe we didn't have more i just i what's funny about that is like
2: every time that happened i looked over at dad and he was just like
1: wide-eyed like i what? was loving it man it was so funny because it, it completely depends on the audience knowing that this is an alien movie it completely depends on them knowing it's an yeah. alien movie and expecting the aliens at any time you know so i thought that was uh, hilarious but i i remember this movie Y'all you want, you want to hear the movie I remember? What? I remember...
2: <laughs> story time with Dad.
1: I, d- story time with Dad. The movies Ooh. that didn't... I remember him falling down the ravine and getting knocked out and then waking up on the ship. I remember him... Of course you didn't. <laughs> I remember him waking up on the ship, meeting Max, and Max sounded boring and dumb. Like he did. Compliance. Boy, um, then... Uh, we meet the aliens, but I remember meeting the aliens in space. I remember him when being we in met space. Aliens? The little oh. al- the creatures, the little creatures. We never
2: actually got to see the falcon though, which is sad.
1: Yeah, the actual planet. I I thought that they went to the planet, or they went up into outer space, not just twenty miles up, but like actually flying around in space, and and like going out and about, and and that being the flight of the navigator, and then him being told that he was being returned home and getting out of the spaceship and it being 1986. And then somehow he ended up back on the ship. That's, that's the movie I remember. And mm-hmm. then when he gets back on the ship, he goes back in time. I do not remember NASA. I do not remember... The spaceship being at a NASA facility, him going to a NASA facility. I do not remember Sarah Jessica Parker being the weird lunch lady that comes to his room and makes friends yeah. with him. I do not remember. I remember his little big brother, and I remember him calling him that. His, his little brother saying, you're my little big brother. Yeah, you said line. that a couple times. I remember that line. I do not remember um, him talking to the computer in <laughs> binary I don't remember the cross-country road trip uh, in a spaceship. I do not. I remember him doing the bit where he's controlling it, right, with the little, the little floaty hand pod gesture-based, you know, guidance or whatever. I remember that. I thought he used that to fly around space as the navigator. That's the movie I remember. Why didn't they make that movie? And I don't conclude the story time with
0: that. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't like actually what the movie originally was?
1: I want that to be the remake. I want yes. my version of the movie to be the remake. Of so course you do. When he woke Selfish. up suddenly and it was 1986, I was like, uh, what? What's where's the spaceship? I completely Where's the spaceship completely I dreamed? So yeah, you forgot dreams. of, like but half of the movie. I
0: Huh? You forgot of, like, half the movie? Like no, NASA I didn't did just forget
2: have- I thought that halfway through the movie, I became the main character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, trip. I didn't just forget half the movie. I rewrote half the movie. Okay? In my mind, I had a much better movie. You just took
2: the script and you got a big red marker and you just do. I totally redid did. the whole thing completely
1: redid it so if Disney executives are listening and y'all are gonna redo it redo mm-hmm. my version of the movie where they go it's to Phelan and he meets the aliens I didn't remember him having amnesia uh, or so to speak you know like not remembering what happened so to NASA them, because doesn't he did have, all of a huh
0: so NASA did not play any part in that ro- I do yet.
1: not NASA was not involved in my movie I, I don't I, <laughs> your movie
0: is not
2: complete you just said and then somehow he ended up on the spaceship you, you gotta write the full
1: movie. I'll leave that to Disney. Um, so at any rate, yeah. uh, so the, the the next question that we have, so was it a good story when I was a kid? Yes. This time, this is like thumbs I was talking up or about. Thumbs
2: down, Dad. Um, thumbs down.
1: I mean, I still enjoyed it. It was still yeah, fun. it was still. It cool. was a fun movie. I laughed. There were a bunch of times where I laughed very hard out loud. Um, there three particular times where all three of the spaceship fake outs. I laughed yes. hysterically at all three of those.
0: Um,
1: but was it a good time travel story trip?
0: Mm, there was no time travel at all. So no. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It Literally, there was nothing about it that even well, made oh, me think time travel.
1: All right, you know what? We never really definitively answered the question, can you change the past? Yes. I didn't give my answer. I would yes. say yes, yes. because yeah. he went yes. back. And because he went back, now he wasn't missing for eight years. His parents... Uh, And and brother didn't go crazy trying to find him. Oh hello there. Yeah, they didn't have to go through why are you
2: late from getting out of the woods? Come on. They didn't even say why are
1: you late? They were just like, Where have you been? Get in here, let's set up some fireworks on the boat. It was like, like,
0: didn't it be like four hours since he had been knocked out?
1: You would think it was pitch black dark when he got back to the house.
2: (laughs) And then like you do in the eighties, he's like, I love you, mom, and she's like, Where did that
0: come from? Oh. You You never tell me that you love (laughs) I know.
1: So, so, Trip, you say it was not a good time travel story no, in as much no. as it was not a time travel story. It wasn't. Okay, Corbin, was it a good time travel story?
2: I thought it was because I feel like normally um, movies don't mess with the moving at the speed of light and then time traveling because of that. So I think it was pretty good there, but then the weird like, And now we're just going to fly through clouds with lightning for reasons travel
0: back in time. Is just <laughs> I say if you Man. took out the time travel, it would still be a movie. It would still
1: be a movie? Yes, that's. That it would still be a good movie.
0: Indeed. <laughs> it would still be a good movie that I would watch. He would just go back and live with his parents like a normal kid.
1: But what about the
2: time travel at the beginning?
1: Hmm. Well, there wasn't really a time travel. He, he just went it.
0: into a spaceship.
1: That's right. So, so Corbin, what did you say? Um, Was it a good time travel story?
0: Definitely yes. Yes,
1: Braden was a good time travel story. Um, There's
0: like barely any time travel. I don't even know why why we're doing this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dang! Because I remembered it differently. Yeah, Dad,
0: you need to get your stuff right. Oh, oh, I forgot that. I forgot
1: the most important part of my version of the movie. What? Which is why it was a timey wimey. Because in my version of the movie, he picked the kid up, right? And they went on, you know, their adventures or whatever. There was no time dilation. Max simply, in the course of traveling through space and time, brought him back to the wrong time and dropped him off. And that's why it was so confusing that's why... I was
2: going to say, your story doesn't have any different amount of time travel.
1: You know, it did. It did because he tra- he traveled into the future and accidentally, like the doctor, dropped him off at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, something the doctor would totally do. Dropped right, him off at the wrong up. time and left him. And then, then he had to get back in touch with Max. And then he went back in time. That was, that was why it was a timey-wimey uh, nominee for... For me, because I mm-hmm. misremembered the movie. Did you
2: even remember why he was called the Navigator?
1: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I couldn't. I No. The whole bit about the star charts being in his brain?
2: Like, no.
1: <laughs> no, I couldn't remember why he was involved. I just remember him being picked up by Max. And like I said, so I thought he... basically
0: you had a video game as a movie?
1: Why was it a Like video that game?
0: could be definitely like a video game where you fly around and shoot aliens. Yeah.
1: Definitely.
2: Also, I hate when people say humans only use 10% of their brain.
1: Yeah. Because it's
2: not true, first. Of all. No, and also... I
1: like that he's like, okay. so we stuffed the rest full of star charts and just to see what would happen. when You leaked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but like, when Max said it, not only was it not true, it sounded so like, yeah, you only use 10% of your brain. Ha ha, you're a sucker or whatever.
1: It's your like, your no, inferior brain. No, we use all yeah. of
2: our brain. Yeah. You might not know what it's
1: for is it all so uh, so yeah definitely I would say it was not a good time travel story in fact we probably might not have should have maybe done it for <laughs> timey wimey but it made for good conversation yes um, I um, and it is, a, it, is a, it is a it is a classic yeah and there was time travel there was you, time y'all
2: travel y'all like oh my gosh there's no time travel it was at the start of the movie and at the end And that is the same how it is in like almost every single episode of Doctor Who (laughs) and Back to the Future and yeah yeah. experience. It's the same in Back to the Future though.
1: All right, so um, crackpot theories. I just had one thought, and that we kind of all hit on at various times. But was the Trimaxion drone ship bigger on the inside?
0: Yeah, it seemed like.
1: I mean, it didn't when he was when when the camera was inside. It just seemed. It seemed bigger. Than when you're looking through the door at him poking his head out the door, I mean that and thing looked a little bit bigger than of a bad bed. Special effects, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it looked very. So I don't.
2: It didn't seem like it was all that differently proportioned. It just, I don't know. It it seemed
1: it seemed that I way think to it's me. It's
2: like that because there's like things popping out of the floor and the sides and yeah. whatnot, and it just gives it this feel of being larger than it is. I guess.
1: By the way, that the interior of that thing, that shiny that metal, was awesome. that was part of what captured me as a child. Can I, was like, that I get the that as room. my room? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, hey, I need a chair. Chair comes up also, out of the floor.
0: Also, something else I noticed was that when it shifted the shape of the actual ship, it didn't change anything on the inside. No, of course
1: not.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> that would take two sets instead of one. <laughs> to additional too
1: much special money. effects yeah so all right so that was just my my one little crackpot theory that it seemed a little mm. bigger on the inside which anytime something appears bigger on the inside you know we, we have, to, we have to mention it on the show that's right so um, listener input I wanted to bring something up um, a user named of all things dirty sci-fi Buddha I don't oh, know what that means oh, don't care to know um, <laughs> dirty sci-fi Buddha um, he has been following he he subscribed to our old website we used to be at noobsinthehoovian.wordpress.com because it was free. And um, then we bought noobsinthehoovian.com and built uh, uh, a better site over there. But noobsinthehoovian.wordpress.com is still there and it's on autopilot. I have a script running where anytime we post an episode to the SoundCloud feed, it immediately posts a blog post there with no information. It's just I think mm-hmm. it pulls in the description that we put in the in the show uh, like it doesn't give you the full show notes like we do on the main website. Yeah. It's just the episode and the description and that's it. But mm-hmm. a user named Dirty Sci-Fi Buddha subscribed to us a long time ago and has been liking posts on that website since December. Wow. Okay? So I I'm hope just it's curious not a
2: bot slash spam account,
1: but It's not consistent enough. It's not like every post gets a like. It's just some because I was hmm. looking, it wasn't like it started on episode 37 and was every episode. It's just some of them. And so I'm curious who he or she is and if they know about our new site, NoobsInTheHoovian.com. you they,
2: actually.
1: Either one. So, um, well, I did. I said he or she is and if they yeah. know about our new site. So Dirty Sci-Fi Buddha, whoever you is be, um, yeah. we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at NoobsInTheHoovian at gmail.com. And for that matter, check out NoobsInTheHoovian.com. Because it's better over there. It's mm-hmm. prettier. And uh, we, we post the full show notes there. Anytime we're mentioning the show notes and links are in the show notes, that's where it is because we, we do a much uh, more expanded version there. Um, so... Um, Say hi. I've, I've enjoyed um, seeing your – getting the email notification that you've liked our posts. Um, but, Ooh,
0: look, someone actually pays attention to us. Huh? Yeah. Only well, one.
1: you know, I get – SoundCloud gives mm-hmm. me notifications every now and then that somebody liked one of our tracks. Ooh, nice. And a lot of that, I don't know how much of that is, you know, people liking it because, hey, you like my stuff. Uh, I'll like your stuff and then you'll come like my stuff. You know, like we have some followers that are probably – looking for other followers back and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. There's some genuine followers. I, I know we have a a user with a Doctor Who-themed th- name mm-hmm. that follows us on SoundCloud, so I feel like that's probably a real fan, um, or a listener at the very least. Uh, maybe not fan, but they tolerate us. But anyway... <laughs> um, I'd love to hear from you, uh, whoever you are, and so send us an email, check out the the, uh, the full site, and then also, um, that just brings me around to reviews, we, we didn't get any new reviews in the month of June, we got two in May, um, but we didn't get any in June, so that got me thinking, we, we got one, I think, February, no, one in January, one in March, two in May, something like that, I can't remember. I don't know. Um, so wh- here's, here's my challenge. Here's what I'd love to see happen. Here's what you can do for us guys. If you're listening and as we always say, if, if we, if you, you enjoy your enjoyment of Dr. Who even more because of our show, uh, if you can't be a, a Patreon, uh, a patron at, at patreon.com slash noobs the and you can't financially give that kind of thing, then boost us in other ways. Leave us a review, leave us five stars and then leave us some words. I think we have a new five star rating without a review i think but i'm not sure um because i've I've lost count it's like 12 or 13 now but i don't remember Mm. how many it used to be so go to go to itunes go to uh, uh, google podcasts uh, stitcher wherever you found us and leave us a review and then share us with some friends of yours the other thing like we say is send us an email Uh, if you send us an email we read all of those and uh, usually they end up making it on the show because it's usually relevant to the show. Um, and if you leave us a review, that'll get read on the show as long as it's you know, nothing crazy in there or something like that. But um, I would like to see us get one review per month for the, re- for the remainder of 2019.
0: That would be nice to I see. I
1: think, if I did the math right, I think we got six between January and the end of May because some months we got two and some months we got none. I think we averaged six. So if we can get six more, one per month, then we'll have 12 new reviews, one per month for all of 2019, and that would be amazing. Um, so if you'd be willing to do that, head on over to, uh, to iTunes, look us up, Noobs and the Whovian, or like I said, wherever you found us, leave us a review there, and that'll help us to, uh, to understand a little bit better. And if you leave us a review and you don't hear it on the show then email us at noobsinthewhovian at gmail.com. Tell us where you sent the review because I check iTunes, but I don't check many of the other ones because nobody's leaving reviews for anything on Stitcher that I can see or Google Podcasts. Nobody even knows that Google Podcasts has reviews. Um, So I don't even think they did for the first couple of months. So um, if you leave a review, you don't hear it on the show, send me an email, tell me where you left it or send me a screenshot of it or something like that and we'll definitely um, read it on the show. So, um, guys, if you, uh, if you didn't catch it already, we are stalling for a few weeks. We, we did a Facebook live. So if you're not following us on facebook.com slash noobs and the whovian, go do that. We did a Facebook live and then we also put out a 0.5 episode explaining why we didn't have an episode last week and what we've got coming up. um, because we are trying to catch the end of time parts one and two David Tennant's final episodes live in the theater. Um, They're going to be playing in the theater. And so um, if you go to Fathom Events, uh, let's see, Fathomevents.com, and then just search for Doctor Who, or as always, go to NoobsInTheWhovian.com, and there's a link in the show notes. Um, Look up your area and see if it's playing at a theater near you. It's going to be August 7th at 7 p.m. No matter where you are in the country, it'll be at 7 p.m. local time. August 7th, 7 p.m. They're going to be showing back-to-back those two episodes Plus, a special interview with David Tennant about those episodes and some of the stuff about his time on the show, because it's the 10th anniversary of the airing of those episodes, if you can believe it. So, um, this means that we're going to get started with the David Tennant specials on July 28th um, with uh, Planet of the Dead. That'll be July 28th, and then that will give us July 28th, then the, uh, the um, is that right? No, that can't be right. Hmm. I think I did that wrong.
2: We have a very elaborate schedule that we've
1: not. Oh no, no no that We're is that on. is right that is right um, because we'll so we'll do Planet of the Dead on July twenty eighth. We'll do the Waters of Mars on August fourth. Then on August seventh, which is like a Wednesday, I think, we'll go to the theater and watch the final episode, and then we will release the episode, the podcast episode about that, on August eleventh. All right. So that's how that's going to work. So we've got some, uh, some fun stuff in the meantime, but until, uh, until July 28th, we're going to be doing some different stuff so that we can line up. Cause we thought that that would be fun, not only for us, but also for you guys. So go check it out. Fathomevents.com and search for Dr. Who, August 7th. Until then guys, Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside, except it got a little bigger this week. We might have to change our tagline. I don't know. Sure. It's bigger. Mm-hmm. We're in a, yeah, we're in a we're in a bedroom now. So, uh, your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. And our audio engineer is this guy.
0: I think that's me.
1: And you have a name.
0: And I I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're great. Our production editor is this guy. Hi, I'm Corbin. And our special guest host is this guy.
0: Hello, Dad. Okay.
1: His name is Braden. You can find us at, at facebook.com slash or email us at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com. Please subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you found us. Share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin Tripp and Braden. And, and we're the noobs. noobs. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Be- hey, uh, My name is Austin, and this is my son, Braden. Hi. Give us your podcast voice and say, Flight of the Navigator.
0: Flight to the Navigator.
1: No, use your real voice. No baby talking voice. on my podcast. Okay. You hear me, boy?
0: Yes.
1: Do you believe? Look into my eyes <laughs> and tell me you believe me. Is
2: this like a Jedi yes. mind trick or something? <laughs>